Augustine Institute Radio Theater presents The Victory of Joan of Arc. This episode is brought to you by The Mission Circle, a community dedicated to daily prayer and a monthly financial gift in support of the Augustine Institute's mission to help Catholics understand, live, and share their faith. For more information, visit missioncircle.org. We hope you enjoy listening to this episode, The Way to Orléans. Captain Lahire. Lucelle? Do we trust one another, or do we not? We do, I hope. Then I am confused. We are near the town of Olivet, southeast of Orléans. Even through the rain, I have a clear view of the belfries and towers of Orléans, just across the Loire River. Yes, Purcell? Why are we here to the southeast and Orléans is over there to the north? Are we lost in the rain? No, good maiden. Then what is this? Why do I feel as if you have tricked me? It is no trick, maiden. The English forces are stronger on the north side of the river. We're not ready to battle them. Why are we not ready to battle them? We have only 500 men. What of the 3,000 I saw at Blois? Well, they remain in Blois. The Dauphin did not want his entire force to join us yet. My Lord Captain, why are we here if not to take Orléans? This was always the Council's plan. To fight now would be folly. Your commanders decided that we must first replenish the city with provisions and then engage the English as they have engaged us. By siege. By siege? We came here to defeat them in battle, not to wait until they grow old and die. Poussel. What is it, Louis? Jean, the Count of Dunois has come. Is he the defender of Orléans I have heard about? Oui. Was he part of the Council's plan, Captain Lahir? It was his idea. Bring him in, Louis. Ah, at last. Jean Lapucelle. I rejoice that you are here. Sir, was it by your order that we will not fight Lord Talbot's army? Uh, Our council deemed it the wisest decision. Would you not agree that our lord is wiser than the wisest of your council? The King of Heaven has sent me to help you, and he is greater than any captain or army you could hope to trust. Do you believe that or not? I, I... well, yes, of course I believe it. Then why do you have councils without me? Why am I not heeded? Not for my sake, but for the sake of God himself, who was moved to pity by the appeals of Saint Louis and Saint Charlemagne for your city. I admit my mistake, gracious maiden. Then let us begin afresh. Jean, the defender of Orléans. Tell me your plan, so I may consider it properly. The provisions you have brought will be transported east to Crécy where our barges will meet them and bring them back downriver to our city. It will be safer than the road, since the English have strongholds between us. Why do we not simply march to the river and cross the barges directly from there? We are within range of the English in the Tourelle. They will slaughter us with cannon fire and arrows. So our wagons have departed for Creasy? Uh, Yes, Giselle. And the barges, they have also departed? Alas, no. The wind is against their sails. I'm told that this storm may be with us for days. The wind will change soon. Dear Maiden, it has only just begun to blow from the east, and we'll do so for several days. It will change. God's mission will not be thwarted by the wind. 
Come. We will meet your boats in Crecy today. But the wind... Will change. What's it? Oh, c'est pas possible. C'est merveilleux. Mon Dieu! The wind is coming from the west. Good maiden. Sail your barges to Crecy, John of Dunois. I will meet you there. Merci. Is there more wine? Oui, Capitaine. Capitaine Lair. Bonjour, good maiden. Why have you come to Crecy? Why are you not with our soldiers? They have departed for Blois. What? Have you had the pheasant, Jan? It is very good. I am not hungry, Count Dumois. Someone, please explain to me. Why have we sent soldiers to Blois? Now that we know the strength of the English and their positions around Olio, we decided it was time to bring the remainder of our forces to the city. You sent our troops all the way back to Blois. For no other purpose than to retrieve the soldiers who should have come with us to begin with. Who decided? The council. Be calm, Purcell. We've kept enough soldiers to ensure that you and the provisions reach Orléans from your grand entrance. My Lord Dunois, please explain it to her. Valiant maiden, we wage a war that is as much of the mind as of might. To come from the north, we would have had to push through the English army to reach Orléans. Come around from the south, as we have done, allows the English time to become aware of our forces. Let them wonder all the more about your mission. Hmm? Let them believe they have us outnumbered. Let them see our soldiers march away, so they will think we have retreated. Let them feel confusion about our plans. Then, let them see with great terror the three thousand men returning, ready to fight for the French witch. Witch? <laughs> it is what they believe you are. Our spies tell us the English fear you. They are perplexed that our armies will follow you into battle. They think you have bewitched us. I have appealed to them in the name of the saints. How could they think such a thing? Proof that God is not on their side. Was it too bothersome for either of you to consult with me about your plan? Or have you just made this up, using your honey tongue to placate me? We made a mistake. I ask your forgiveness. Again? Again. Here is my plan, Count Dunois. I will not ride with you on a barge to Orléans. We will take the road. Good maiden, there are English strongholds along the way. So, let them see the French witch. The 29th of April, Jeanne Lapucelle and her company ride to Orléans. Jeanne wears her white armor and is given a white horse to ride since her black steed has remained with the troops returning to Blois. Dunois reminds her that she rides the steed of the great heralds and archangels. Her standard is borne before her, which is just as white, and has two angels holding each a lily flower in their hands. And on the pennon is painted the Annunciation. In the English bastions along the way, dim lamps flicker. Faces appear quickly over the top of a tower or in a window, then disappear again. No one attacks. The maiden enters Orléans at eight o'clock at night, having to her left Jean, the defender of the city, very richly armed and mounted, and after her the many other nobles and valiant lords, 
esquires, captains, and men of war, several from the garrisons and burgesses of Orléans. A Scottish regiment plays music on bagpipes in her honor. Many within the city come to receive her, bearing torches and making such rejoicing as if they have seen God descended in their midst. And not without cause, for they have had many cares, travails, and difficulties. But they feel themselves now comforted. The procession goes first to the cathedral, where Jeanne bows before the altar to give thanks. God is praised. Jeanne is then taken to the neighborhood of the Hunyard Gate. She stays at the home of Jacques Boucher, who was then the treasurer of the Duke of Orléans. Her company now includes her squire, Jean Dolon, Louis de Coute, Capitaine Lahire, and her guards from Vaucouleurs, Bertrand de Poulongy and Jean de Metz. Count Dunois, as the commander of Orléans, what did you think of the maiden of Domremy? I think that Jeanne and all her deeds in war and in battle later were God's work rather than man's. The sudden changing of the wind, I mean, after she had spoken, which gave hope of aid, and the bringing in of the provisions in spite of the English, who were much stronger than the royal army, and the fact, furthermore, that this young girl swore that she had had a vision in which St. Louis and St. Charlemagne prayed to God for the safety of the king and of this city. What else could it be but the work of God? Saturday the 10th of April. Jeanne grows impatient as they await the arrival of the army from Blois. The barges of food arrive and are distributed. Crowds surround the house where Jeanne lives. Like the maiden, they do not want to wait to drive out the English. They want to attack now. If we want to give the people something to do, then let us attack the small stronghold of Saint-Pierre. It is a mere 800 yards northwest from the Renard Gate, a stone's throw. We cannot attack the English until they have been given the chance to leave peacefully. <laughs> the English will not leave peacefully. I sent a letter to Lord Talbot. What has become of it? Did the English not receive it? Well, they received your letter and took your herald prisoner. Worse, they said they will burn him at the stake, since he is in league with the French witch. Why was I not told? We must save him. Where is my second herald? What do you intend to do? I will send another message. I will tell Lord Talbot he must free my herald immediately. Then he must take his army back to England. And you are misguided about the English. Perhaps. But I must give them every opportunity to do what is right. Where is the closest point to the English soldiers? The gate on the bridge. I will speak to them from there. What? No, you cannot. You must not. Wait here, then. Oh. <laughs> Jan, I beg you not to do this. Do not try to stop me. Men-at-arms, attention! Protect the maiden. Go no further, Jan. You are an easy target for their archers. They can hear you well enough from this position. Hear me, English. In the names of Saint Catherine, Saint Margaret and Saint Michael, listen to me. Who is that? Is it the witch of France? Who are you, sir? Your master, Captain William Glasday. I implore you, return my herald, then surrender in God's name and your lives will be spared. 
Listen, you stupid cow! We will not surrender to a woman, witch that you are. Whenever I get my hands on you, I will burn you alive! You are deceived! Yield now! Save yourselves! Come out what our archers can be done with you! Tell your souteners to hand you over now! Is that enough for you, Jeanne? It is enough. We shall see them in battle. Sunday, the 1st of May. The maiden attends mass, then rides on horseback throughout the city, giving the press of people inspiration and hope. Monday, the 2nd of May, there is yet no news about the army from Blois. Tuesday, the 3rd of May, Jeanne undertakes a procession of torches with her commanders and the city officials to the cathedral. They implore our Lord for the deliverance of the town. Wednesday, the 4th of May, a herald comes to announce the impending arrival of the troops from Blois. The maiden springs upon her horse and, with Lahir and some of her men, rides out to meet the army. That night, she gathers her commanders together for a meal. Good maiden, we have received news that the notorious English captain John Fastolf is bringing reinforcements and provisions to the English. He is not far. I want to know when he arrives. To what end? It will not affect us. In God's name, I command you to tell me when he has arrived. I assure you, good maiden, I will let you know. Now, if you will pardon me. Oh, I am undone by all of this waiting. Jeanne, you should eat. Rest. Yes. You are right, Mujah. I'm sorry for my outburst. I only want to be kept informed. Is that so much to ask? Louis! Uh, Louis, wake up. Mm. Hurry. What is it, Poussa? What has happened? It's the middle of the night. Why are you in your armor? In God's name, we must go against the English. What? what? I, I do not know if we march against Falstaff or against an English fort. Jeanne, have you been dreaming? We do not march against the English tonight. Quickly, Louis. The blood of France is spilling. Go now. Fetch my horse. Yes, maiden. Right away. Uh, tell us, Monsieur de Coote, was Jeanne having delusions? Delusions? No. I saddled her horse, and she rode off bearing her banner through the city to the Burgundy Gate. It was all I could do to catch up to her. We arrived as they were bringing in French wounded. From where? The Abbey of saint Lou to the east, captured and held by the English. One of our commanders led a skirmish there to distract the English from the barges on the river. But the English prevailed. What did Jeanne do? She rode out to the battlefield. The ground was covered with the wounded and the dead. Soldiers were preparing to retreat to Orléans. No! Do not retreat! Look to my banner! Be bold! Fight the English! Attack! At the sight of Jeanne, 
the French returned to the fray with renewed strength. The English soldiers were pressed back against the fortress walls and narrowly withdrew inside. However, our soldiers battered down the doors and forced their way in. The English surrendered. The church bells rang in Orléans. It had been a very long time since the people had seen such courage or the glory of such a triumph. Jeanne did not celebrate. Jeanne, why are you here? There is nothing you can do for the wounded and the dead are... So many of the English men were killed without the benefit of confession. Friar Pascal, I beg you to remind our soldiers to confess their sins. They are drunk from their victory. Show them these dead soldiers, for this is the ultimate end for us all. Jeanne, they are not thinking about confession. If anyone refuses to go to confession, I promise I will leave them to battle the English without me. I will tell them so. No. Wait. Hear my confession now. Then let us present this day to God in a mass. Count Dunois! Again, you went to battle without me, without so much as telling me. Maiden, this victory was greater than we imagined. Of the 1,500 French who went to battle, only 100 have been wounded or slain. Most of the English were killed. And we have not only reclaimed the abbey, but the English have abandoned their stronghold across the river to the southeast. This allows us to cut off their supply lines. And yet you still could not be bothered to tell me of your plans. Dear Maiden... It is better that you do not speak. Tomorrow is the feast of the Ascension of our Lord. See to it that our soldiers make a good confession and stay pure. Otherwise, God may allow us to suffer defeat because of our sins. As you command, good maiden. I will say good night. Good night. Mm -hmm. How dare she rebuke us for doing the very thing we came here to do! She is nothing more than a saucy child of low birth. No. I despise her insolence against more experienced men. Capitaine de Gamache, you are new to us. Be patient. My patience is strained beyond endurance. We have marched from Blois. For what? To be reprimanded by a sulking little girl. There are few things more wounding to old soldiers than to be embarrassed. I am not embarrassed. I am enraged. Yet we are not dealing with a mere girl. Yeah, yeah. I was in command at Saint Lou. The battle was lost until she arrived. I have seen nothing like it in all my years. My lords, Jeanne remains an inspiration to our soldiers and the people of the city. Yes. Her very presence confounds the English. Her every instinct, her raw knowledge of military strategy is nothing less than remarkable. Let us not complain. We should rejoice. A word, if I may. Go on, Capitaine de Ré. We must seize the momentum of our victory. May we discuss our battle plans against the English tomorrow? Or do you dare discuss anything when the maiden is not here to approve? No. Let us discuss, then offer our suggestions to Jean. A reasonable proposal. 
Monsieur Mouchard! I am busy, Louis. You, you must come. I cannot find any of the others. What are you talking about? Jeanne! She is going out to talk to the English. What? <laughs> Jeanne! Giselle! Wait! May we talk? After I speak with the English again, I will not risk another herald. But, but the bridge is that way. The Ragnard Gate is close enough. No, my lady, it's not safe. You will be in the open. They will easily strike you down with their arrows. Listen to your page. Do you want to die today? I will not die today. Open the gate. Ming, I beg you, do not go through that gate. You may come with me or not, but I am going. Louis, find Captain Lair. Hear me, English! I have come with a message for your commander. Who calls? What do you want? I am Jeanne Lapoucelle. <laughs> the French harlot? Well, I am the Duke of Granville. Speak from where you stand. I beg you to retreat before the host of the Lord. Surrender, and your life shall be spared. In God's name, go back to England. If you will not, you shall suffer for it. <laughs> we will not surrender to a woman. You surrender not to a woman, but to God himself. The King of Heaven is now commanding you to depart. You have no right to be in France. If you refuse, I will make a war cry against you that you will never forget. Go home, country girl, and tend to your cow. Tell your men that though your victory may protect them tonight, it will do little good when we burn you tomorrow. I have entreated you honourably, yet you speak disrespectfully and still hold my herald. Be good enough to return him and I will send you some of your soldiers from the fortress of Saint-Loup. Ah, we want nothing from you, you witch! And I have done all I can. Jeanne, why do you go to them? In God's name. I would have them submit to peace before they are forced to submit to death. How are you so sure they would not kill you? Musha, this is what I know from the voices that guide me. I will break the siege of Orléans. I will be wounded in battle, but not fatally. I will lead the Dauphin to Reims for his coronation. You... you will be wounded in battle? Do not be alarmed. Though I may cry from the pain, I will recover. Jeanne, have the voices told you anything else about your future? They have not. Nor have I asked them. The weight of the future is too much for any of us. God mercifully keeps it hidden from our eyes. Good maiden. Well, Count. What news do you bring from your meeting? Meeting? Pucelle? What meeting? The meeting you had to discuss the battle, without my presence. Ah. 
It seemed best to debate our plans and then present you with our suggestions. What are your suggestions? Tomorrow we will attack the English. At long last. Now I will fulfill the mission God gave me. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Victory of Joan of Arc, a production of Augustine Institute Radio Theatre. To find out more about this audio drama, as well as many others like it, go online to airtheatre.org. That's A-I-R-theatre.org.